Hey everybody, welcome to the half hour of power. I'm Joe. Jesse is here. This is Jesse. Hold on, man. We got to start over. Okay. He just farted in the beginning of the show, and I don't know if he caught it. Who, Joey? That was a pretty, yeah, that was a pretty loud fart. He stood up on top of his chair and lifted his leg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 10 seconds. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the half hour of power. I am Joe. Jesse is here. This is Jesse. Hey, Jesse, how you doing? You have a good week? Uh, well, I had a great week. I uh, This time, only two years passed before I uh, went back to a hotel where a, bunch of, a guy murdered a bunch of people and uh, had a really good time. You did? It was a good time? It was a good time. Was there a, uh, a college uh, football game celebration or something? Yeah, and some dink that I cared about who, who's going to win the game or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know what's sillier, that or this movie. <laughs> okay, so we are going forward with Psycho. We are going to Psycho 3. Oh, good times ahead. Psycho 3, which I find very strange, some of the things I've looked up about this one. Um and I can't wait to hear your reaction to this, but mm -hmm. what the heck is this about? <laughs> Psycho <laughs> 3? Right. Yeah, uh, well, uh, Norman Bates, uh, uh, it almost picks up, I think they said a month after uh, Psycho 2. Yeah. Uh, and in this one, Norman is uh, restart. We started the uh, uh, hotel. He's running things, and a uh, nun who has lost her faith in God is coming to t has uh, is trying to just escape, um, and she gets picked up by a very uh, disgusting Jeff Fahey, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Get, yeah. and uh, he tries to and I, I won't mince words about it he tries to rape her yeah he does and then he kicks her out yeah when she says no and about, uh, he wouldn't want to make it with him in his car I mean his car was amazing uh, yeah his, his car was the worst piece of shit crap i think i've ever seen uh but he he uh for some reason is uh very hurt that she will not uh put out uh yeah he is, he is hurt so he drops her up on the side of the road he next day you find him down at the old bates motel trying to uh get a job at the uh at the old motel and norman hires him to take care of the day shift while he takes care of the night shift yeah, so it sounds like this one kind of just goes where you think it's going to after part two, right? Yeah, no. I mean, it just basically becomes almost a mundane, uh, seedy little day-by-day uh, -day thing that happens. Uh, so, I mean, well, there's, nothing, uh, there's nothing really surprising in it. Right. There's Now, we're, I will say Psycho 2 was um, more plot-heavy. 
Yeah. And it had some twist in it. Like the original was, you know, had some twist in it. This has no twist in it. Uh, it well, there might be one twist. Eh, yeah, might. but that was... Uh, I, I, I think Psycho 2 had the more interesting characters. Yes, it did, yes. Um, and I thought that... Um, and no, no slight to Anthony Perkins. I think he's a... Uh, he does a great. He he's not a bad director. But yeah. So this is Anthony Perkins directed this, and uh, yeah. he said he didn't think he was up to the task, and he probably shouldn't have done it. But I thought it was a pretty competently directed movie. Mm hmm. It's also. not. It's not terrible, but it's just no. Um, I think the fault lies in the script. Right. Uh, which the script was written by the man who also wrote the remake of. Uh, Fly Charles Edward Pogue, but I mean Richard Franklin is a much better director than Anthony Perkins, and he yeah. had a more sure hand, and he, uh, he always, it seemed like he knew how to piece things together to make a cohesive, beautiful little plot. Well, I think yeah. Anthony Perkins, Anthony Perkins, Anthony Perkins is more of an <laughs> you know, of an actor's actor, and he probably wanted to do more character stuff. And didn't really yeah. wasn't really concerned about twists or uh, being plot heavy, so his is more of a character thing. But no one has enough time on screen to have any kind of interesting character attributes. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Jeff Bahey's most interesting character uh, attribute is that he's disgusting slime. Yeah, he's so he he is that. So I really want to hear your reaction to this. Okay. Um, the Rotten Tomato score for Psycho uh, Three. I, I swear, right now, if Psycho Three is higher than Psycho <laughs> Two, you and I are going to have words about this Rotten Tomatoes. I'm done with them. I'm done with them. If they're high, if they're higher than Psycho Two. Oh well, I mean, I, uh, yeah. Let's look at this and see. So uh, the Tomato meter for critics. Critics. Uh -huh. What do you think that is? I'd say 38. 38? Really? Like I said, I... You are way off. Way off. Uh-huh. Okay. What was 61. it 61. Bullcrap. No. What was Cycle 2? 55? <laughs> 60. 60. <laughs> and this is at 61? Yes. Yes, uh, okay. What's what's okay? Let's go audience <laughs> score. Uh, let's audience see. The audience score was even score. lower for Cycle Two, wasn't it? Yes, it was. So, what do you think the uh, audience score for Cycle Three is? I, I swear it better be better be lower than thirty. If it's not twenty eight, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> okay, uh, it's twenty nine. Good. So I find that very strange because. Most of the people yeah. I've talked to since we've watched these, they agree two is better than three. <laughs> uh, well, that's just common sense. I, I would think that. Um, yeah, I, mean, I would think that. So, you know, we talked about on the Psycho 2 show uh, watching Cisco and Eber's review of Psycho 2. So we did the same for Psycho 3. Which and is only to my Yeah, yeah. My surprise, uh, Ebert really likes Psycho 3. Yeah, he's more a lot, a lot more than Psycho Two, which surprised yeah. me. 
It sounded like he liked it a lot more. Siskel yeah. didn't care for this at all. He said it was just kind of there for him. Yeah. I mean, and one of the things they said about Psycho 2 was that Psycho 2 was unneeded. Yeah. Well, Psycho 3 is even more unneeded. And it, 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 okay, yeah. so this is some of the weird things. So, like, we were talking about Psycho 2, and that Psycho 2 has that really cool kill of uh, Lila Loomis. But it also has that super awesome kill of uh, Robert Loja in the movie. Yes. Uh, and Ebert was talking about, he goes, well, there's a really great scene where uh, he kills this girl on the toilet when he uh, slits her throat on the toilet. And it was really effective. I'm like, it was nothing. Yeah, it was, it was odd. But, but uh, the fun thing about watching that review is it's one of the ones where they really disagree and they kind of argue with each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I found that really odd what Ebert was saying about. It. It's like, how do you like this one better? I mean, to me, this one, you know, we mm-hmm. just went over this a little bit. This one's more, this one's even yeah. more paint yeah. by numbers. It's more kind of like, this is where it's going, and that's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a bit of a twist at the end, which we'll get into a little bit later, but it's not, it's just kind of yeah. like, oh, okay, thanks for that. And Ebert is infamous as so Seagull for crapping all over, uh, Friday the Thirteenth movies. Uh, yes, but that this movie got closer to a Friday the Thirteenth movie than yeah, two ever will. Because uh, he kills, uh, let me see, he kills two girls and Jeff Fahey, right? Yeah, Jeff Fahey had it coming. Yeah, and Jeff Fahey uh, deserved to die. Yes, uh, he did. But the two girls he kills, it's, I mean. I, I think the kills in Psycho 2 and Psycho were more plot-based and served the plot better than his murders in this one. Yes. Because his murders in this right. one are just kind of random. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of, it's odd because, I mean, and here again, you know, what I said about Psycho 2 was here you have a guy. Mm-hmm. Going and finding out that's Norman Bates and then taunting him and yeah. calling him names. Mm-hmm. What yeah. the? Now, I don't remember because you brought this up yesterday with, or the other day when we did Cycle 2. Right. Um, d- uh, that uh, Dennis France taunted him in public with, with witnesses. Now, did Jeff Fahey taunt him in public with witnesses no. or did he do it private? So he was private. Was yeah, that in the no, hotel? It was in the motel, the motel room. Jeff Fahey's. Uh, Motel room. Oh, okay. But I believe. He, he, is that the, is that when he uh, killed him? Yeah, because he strang- he um, bashes him on the head with the uh, lamp. Oh uh, yeah. And then starts to strangle yeah. him. But yeah. Jeff Fahey took it a little bit further. Dennis Franz just taunted him. Jeff Fahey was trying to blackmail him. Oh yeah, he was doing that. Yeah. Because he knew that he had a. Uh, murdered someone and instead of turning him into the cops Jeff he tried to make a little money off of it and so he killed him which you know yeah. good on him uh, yeah but I, I think one of the problems with Psycho 3 is a problem that you run into with a lot of slasher films after a while uh, which is uh, what's there left to do what's there left to uh uh, reveal 
about. Yeah, I, I mean, exactly. I mean, this is like we've been saying, uh, you know, this is paint by numbers. It's just kind of this is Norman sliding back into yeah what he was in the the first movie. I mean, he's got uh, a corpse up there that he calls mother. Uh, he's killing people again. Right. Uh, you still you still you have the sheriff from part two who still believes Norman is reformed. Poor mm-hmm. poor guy. Um, uh, yeah. Go did on. You, oh, I'm sorry, but did you have the problem that what well, well, like in Psycho and in Psycho two, uh, in Psycho he only killed um, he killed Marion Crane because it, it, just, it was just that final breaking point for him. That's where yeah. he snaps. Uh, but he doesn't kill Arbogast out of any kind of, I just want to kill someone. He killed him out of uh, security. He was trying to protect Mother. Yes. So Mother took over, you know. And then Psycho 2, he kills no one. Well, he killed one person. Till the very end. And he yes. smashed her upside the head. Uh, but in this one, he just seems to be set off. He's just killing people randomly with no, you know. It's like, well, what set what set him off this time was because he had to kill, uh, his he killed his mother from the previous movie. There's no I kind think of. So. Like, I I think they their plan to drive him nuts in part two just worked, worked so well. and he just like, yeah, I'm done. I'm just I'm just this is me. That's it. I can't yeah, be. I, people won't yeah. leave me alone. Which, but the thing is, is that there's no. The whole point of, I can't remember the actress's name, but the uh, nun, Mary, right? Yeah. The whole point of her is that she's supposed to be, like, there for him to maybe see that maybe he shouldn't go back to killing. Yeah, because, I mean, the little synopsis says they fall in love. Uh, He's smitten with her. Yeah. Right. Um, Right. I suppose she likes him. Um, Mm -hmm. She's got all the... She reminds him of Marion Crane. Right. Her hair's the same. She's got a little suitcase. So she just kind of looks like her. Mm-hmm. Was he trying to find some kind of redemption by taking care of this nun? I mean, maybe, but if, if that's true, then the murders make no sense. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that seems kind of out of left field to me. It's like, okay, so he's. He yeah. sees this nun and he wants to take care of her, maybe for a sense of redemption for himself, or so that he can quell his urges. He's like, if I take, you know, she's gonna like she's a um, his savior, his one who's gonna save him, uh, in a way. But I mean, there's it, this, his psychosis. I wanted to see his psych, psychosis challenge more. I mean, he's just broken. It's like, well, I'm broken, so I'm well, yeah. gonna kill a bunch of people. Yeah, I mean, you also have another reporter, right? Uh, so she's right. she's kind of goading him too. So annoying. So it's annoying. Like she's there just bothering him, and people are disappearing, and she goes to the cops and yells about it, and yeah. they have no proof that Norman did anything. And the, there's the the scene right. where it's like, well, where did Norman stuff the body of that uh, lady he killed? Well, he put her in the ice bin that he just had fixed. Yeah. I mean, there's not enough background to her to explain to us why she's so adamant about killing it, except that she's a reporter. 
Yeah, and and she's like trying to find uh, information through uh, Jeff Fahey, right? Before he gets killed, <laughs> which she she attaches herself to a reprehensible piece of crap. So yeah. automatically, she's she's not a good person. I don't think of her as a person I'd want to. Oh no, yeah, I mean, and and the only reason he talked to her was he was trying to pick her up. Yeah, uh, I, I I I I swear I would rather the movie ended. Which I won't. We won't. I'm not saying this is what, the way it ended. I'd rather he killed everybody, didn't get caught, uh, and just went on with his life at the end of the movie. What he was, they didn't lock him back up again. Uh, yeah, I think that would be that would be uh, interesting because yeah. I mean, you you kind of know how this is going to end if you've never seen it before. It's just mm-hmm. he's going to get caught again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean. So. There's something else uh, that I thought was uh, kind of fun because I I don't remember seeing this guy in a lot of movies, but I always remember him as uh, <laughs> Castor Oil from Popeye. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. you know he's been he's been in a lot of movies. He's just one of those guys you just know. Mm-hmm. But it was just funny. I just heard his voice, and there he is, like, "Oh, look at there, Castor's in Psycho." Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... But he's one of the college kids who yeah yeah they're they rented out the the entire hotel uh, what there's only like 12 rooms there right right yeah there's not that many rooms uh at all there wasn't that many but i mean it was just kind of i thought that was kind of weird it's like they rent out the entire hotel and they go back to the hotel and party but there's really nothing there uh-huh and then some of them leave on a bus yeah the only okay. reason i could I think I think they did explain that uh, that uh, that the reason they had to stay at his place was because uh, all the other hotels in town were taken, and he was the yeah. only one that nearby who could provide rooms for them. But the problem is, I've never seen a motel or hotel give those people the leeway that Norman oh, and yeah. gave them. I mean, they were just running around from room to room, just trashing stuff, tearing things up, just making noise, hooting and hollering. And they what decorated if actually, the place. Yeah, and they did all that, put up banners and stuff. What if there actually was one person there in the, another room that actually got in before them? Yeah. Norman ain't going to help them. He'd probably kill them. Yeah. I mean. Shut up. These kids are my bread and butter. I, I, I don't, don't I mean. I don't know what to see. That was one of the problems with, I think, this movie is that at least in the other movies, he had set off points. Like he saw Marion Crane uh, and mother told him that she was a whore and all that. Yeah. Uh, the one the one girl he kills in the telephone booth had no interest in him at whatsoever. She was with Jeff Fahey. So mother wouldn't kill that care about her at all. Yeah. So, I mean, he just. Saw what Jeff Fahey was doing and went and killed her. Yeah, and you know the girl who died on the toilet uh, had no real reason to be killed either, based on his psychosis. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like, okay, so he's just killing people randomly now. Doesn't really. I mean, he killed Jeff Fahey because Jeff Fahey was be, was blackmailing him. So he, you know, he had to. Uh, yeah, but it. So- it the nun comes around. Yeah, I mean, the nun comes around and is on his side saying, you don't have to be this. Yeah. And he, I guess he technically kills this. her too. Yeah. Because he pushes her away. 
And I gotta say, he's gotta get rid of that Cupid statue at the end of yeah, that story. Does. Absolutely. That thing's a killing machine. That yes. Cupid statue's killed more people than he has almost. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, I... Her character, when it gets to that point, it's like, well, she's unimportant. She did nothing. That's right. Uh, Jeff character really did nothing. Because uh, Jeff Fahey's character didn't set him off. He didn't do anything. He was just there to be the piece of crap like Dennis Franz, which this is, I'm going to say this. And I think that the, uh, I, I think I said it on the last show. Uh, Dennis Franz was a lesser piece of crap than Jeff Fahey. Bigger piece of crap than Dennis Franz. That's yeah. Yeah. Plays. I mean, I, did, did you say this yet? This movie was seedier than the others. It was much seedier. I haven't said it yet, but I thought it was much seedier. I, I felt, I didn't feel dirty watching it, but I felt like it was like, ugh. Uh, I felt like I was watching a snuff film almost. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, quite a I'm different not... uh, feeling from the others. Okay, I want to say two weird things here, uh, and they, they seem to contradict. Uh, what one thing I really liked about Cycle Three, which there's not much to like at all, it's pretty terrible. I liked the cuts, some of the cuts that uh, Anthony Perkins used, like when he goes, he was in the hospital room, and he turns, he opens the door, and he walks in the mother's room. Yeah, that was some yeah. pretty cool stuff and everything like that. There were. Yeah. Gonna... So, do you want to get into the twist or supposed twist? Yeah, hold. On. I, I just want to say one other thing. Okay. When we watched that YouTube of uh, Siskel and Ebert, which was very bad quality, and they were showing the scenes from the movie, I was actually looking at it going. You know, I most would rather watched it like this, like this <laughs> real nasty. Yes. You know what I mean? Because it would probably would put a different bill in that movie. Uh, but the twist, the twist is uh, the twist of this movie makes the ending and cycle two almost pointless. Mm -hmm. And the twist is that he finds out from the reporter that uh, Norma Bates was his actual mother, and that uh, Emma Spool lied to him uh, because she was not his mother; it's just her being crazy. But there's two things that's wrong with that twist. Like I said, it kills the entire plot of uh, Cycle 2. It's almost like saying Cycle 2 didn't matter. And Cycle yeah. 2 is the better film. Yes. And two, who cares? At that point, who cares? Yeah, because uh, it, it's just the end of the movie. She's just yelling it at him right there. At yeah. The end, right? And he didn't kill her. Really, yeah, he didn't kill her. There's nothing really happening right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, now we didn't mention this about Psycho 2 uh, the ending shot of Psycho 2 I thought was fantastic yes it's a great shot and it's a fantastic poster so I mean I'm just yeah. looking at the poster for Psycho 3 and it's not really that impressive it's just normal with keys in his hand isn't it yeah it's just uh, Anthony Perkins with his crazy eyes I mean he's got he's a he can be a creepy dude yeah well, in these movies, and he's really good in this role. So, in the first cycle movie, Anthony Perkins really isn't the star of that movie. Yeah, I mean it's more uh, Vera Miles and oh my god, who played Marion Crane? Lady played Marion Crane. <sighs> Janet yes. Lee. Yes, they're the stars of the movie, and he's kind of like uh, 
the uh, I mean, he is the purpose of the film. He's the point, but it's basically they're the ones who lead the stories to him. Yeah. Whereas Cycle Two, he was the one who was kind of the, but the other characters were important to the plot. Uh, yeah. Meg Tilly, uh, Bear Miles once again, Robert Loggia was important to the plot. Even Dennis Franz was important to the plot. Uh, but none of these other characters have any effect on him, really. They're just all they're there is for him to get, give him reasons to kill people. Yeah, even the uh, reporter was useless. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so just kind of curious, uh, the Psycho 4 was a made-for-cable movie, which, right. okay, we're going to get into that one on another show, but what do you think the box office of Psycho 3 was? you think it was so ba- it was bad enough to warrant that? Uh, what do you think it was? I think Psycho 3 uh, probably did... Let's see. It's only like two years from Cycle Two, right? Or three, two or three years. Yeah, uh, it's not very far. Yeah. Cycle Three started out with eight million. I'm going to say that. I I hope it did less. Uh, I I'll say four or five million. All right. So, uh, worldwide, Cycle Three. At the box office, estimated did uh, fourteen point four million. Uh, on opening weekend? No, that's that's the whole run. So opening weekend, the estimate is according to Box Office Mojo, three million. So now, if that's you remember, less. Psycho Two did f- its opening week. I can't remember what it was. It was like eight million. Its opening weekend, right? Or eight, yeah. So yeah, so at uh, at the end of its run, it made forty. Uh, did thirty four point seven? Okay. So Psycho three. I mean, sure, that's that's worse, right? Mm-hmm. Well, but I wonder. It still it still did fourteen million and some change, right? Worldwide. But I wonder, I wonder a lot if that's because people were like, well, I don't want to go see this movie because uh, I didn't enjoy part two, which it seems like nobody did because of the low audience score and critic score. They're like, yeah, well, it wasn't a good I mean, movie. So I, I don't want to see another one of the series. Well, this one came out as a July, July 4th weekend of 1986, which is a big weekend. Yeah, Easily. I mean, even even back then, it was a big weekend. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I I don't know. I didn't look up to see what else came out. Uh, I mean, that might have hurt at the box office. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, the people. I don't know. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it wasn't Psycho Two wasn't as well received at the time. Uh huh. Um, and nobody wanted more. But why are the critics like this one more? I mean, if you look at. Uh, the IMDb score for it, it's 5.4. It's lower than Psycho 2 on IMDb. Right. With Psycho 2 be. is 6.5. Yeah, no. Uh, I, so, I, I mean, I don't know. I think. I don't, I don't know. I just, uh, 
I just don't understand why, if they were going to go ahead and do a four, they didn't just go ahead and release it theatrically everywhere. I mean, those uh, those numbers, while they're diminishing, you know, the, I still think they're decent numbers for the budget. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I will say this. Now, it, Cycle 3, to me, it seems like more of a crowd pleaser. Because uh, yeah. it has the, you know, the, it's just basically a murder piece. I can't think of yeah. any other way to describe it. It's just really a murder piece. Well, Cycle 2 actually requires you to think a little bit. Go, wait, <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah. But I've noticed that filmmakers and people who are in, like, you know, uh, filmmakers appreciate Cycle 2 more than Cycle 3. Uh, I yeah. think you, you used a, a perfect word for uh, Cycle 3, which was you said simple. It was simple. Yeah. Yeah, that's very very true. It's a simple CD, just not that good. Uh, my God, I mean, I, I I hate to kind of crap on the movie because I like Anthony Perkins. I think he's good in it. He's always, you know, yeah. he, he's got Anthony Perkins. I mean, he's got uh, Norman Bates perfect. Uh, and I think this is his last good performance as Norman Bates. I when we get to Cycle Four. I'm going to get into that more. Uh, but. Um, I I told you that this is a really weird movie for me, that Cycle Three and Cycle Four, because I don't know which one was worse. <laughs> they are both so yeah. bad, and they both had points on them that I didn't really like. But I thought, Ugh. yeah, well, yeah, and then uh, we'll get into that uh, more of the Cycle Four details on that show. But yeah, just now, I I think that's what you asked me right after we finished four. Yeah, it's like. I think four is just a little bit better than this one, but I don't really, if I would watch psycho two again, but I probably would never watch three and four again. Oh yeah. Like I said, Uh, unless I was with somebody who really wanted to see them and they asked me to watch them with them, I probably would do that. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I probably wouldn't go out of my way to watch three and four again. Yeah. I mean, we used to have our, uh, our, our, our criteria of rent by or, uh, not watch. Yeah, uh, I I would definitely buy Psycho Two. Psycho Two is a movie I, I would I would I would like to own. It's very very good. The Psycho well, Three, yes. Psycho Three and Four, man, uh, I I don't even know if they're rentals. To be honest, I would I don't know if I'd even rent them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But we had to watch them. They had to be watched. So I can't say yeah, they're not watched. Yes. Uh, yeah. But I mean, uh, at the end of the day, what when we what what do you think went wrong with Cycle Three? What do you think was the was the problem? Uh, for me, like it was just this is where it's going, and that's that. I mean, here we set this up, so we're just going to do that, right? And they didn't they didn't go well. What other directions can we go in? Mm-hmm. Like the novels, the Psycho 2 book, like we were talking mm-hmm. about. Those mm-hmm. are different. I mean, those are not yeah. paint-by-numbers, run-of-the-mills. Like, well, I'm going to do this with it, and Universal right. didn't like it. So that, to me, would be more interesting to yeah. do with a, a Psycho 3 than what they did with Psycho 3. Even Psycho House would have been a lot more interesting than what they did in Psycho 3. Uh, yeah. I mean, so the script's not interesting at all. I mean, I, I 
I don't know how much was changed from Charles Ed- Edward Pogue's original script by other people, but the problem is, is that he gets the credit no one else does. Yeah. So that means he has to take the blame. Yeah. I mean, is that fair? It, it may not be fair. So. But Tom Holland wrote a great script. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I think that I, you know, I don't know what the budget on this one was. I feel like Psycho Three was a lot cheaper. So Psycho Three's estimated budget is eight point four million, which is more than what because it was five, wasn't yeah. it? Because two was five. Right, but uh, that you know we don't know how much inflation took into that, and yeah, so uh, I mean it's only a couple years later, so it's not that far off. I I don't understand why why the budget for Psycho Three is eight point four million. Well, you would think that set that that the <laughs> at least the exterior sets were built, and so were the interior uh, set. Yeah, I would think most of that might still be around. And why aren't you just spending another five million on it? Right. I mean, I don't know. They just spend it on actors. I, 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 I'll no, tell you that. I mean, I uh, yeah. I, where did the money go? Did uh, Anthony Perkins get more money? I mean, if yeah. he did, good on him. Yeah. Uh, if that's where it went, okay. I mean, he was he's he's really good in the role. So I mean, okay. But he's it. None of the other actors yeah. are that. I mean, Jeff Fahey is Jeff Fahey. Uh He usually yeah. plays those piles of crap, and he doesn't. Yeah. It's not that he's he bad. He does it very well. But he just, you know, I just watched him in that movie. I'm like, oh, I, I'm, he disgusted me, basically. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But but nobody in the movie other than Anthony Perkins is very good at it. And that was one of the things that Ebert said. He's like, oh, the acting's so good. I'm like, are you kidding me? The acting's yeah, so like good a, in this one? I mean, I could do without that nun. I mean, she, that, she didn't need to be a nun. She could have just been a lady who's lost. Yeah. I mean, you know, who's a suicidal lady? I mean, it's, it's such an odd opening, too. We didn't even talk about the opening. It's just kind of like the movie starts and you hear, God doesn't exist. Oh, God doesn't exist. And these nuns are all running around to save this nun who's going to jump out of the bell tower. Yeah. And who was that? Mother Superior? That She knocks her off, yeah. She knocks Mother Superior. and, and By uh, accident. It's an accident. It's an accident. accident. She did not... that was not something that was supposed to happen. So she's going to find herself. And I'm just sitting there watching it going, oh, no, are they going to start singing? How do you solve a problem like Maria? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what what was that? They could have done not had that in there. You know what I thought would have been a much more interesting movie for Cycle 3 is that she's not a nun, that she's a serial killer. Sure. Yeah. And... Uh, her setting all point is Jeff Fahey trying to rape her. Yeah. And maybe Norman helps her become who she should become. Oh, he teaches her to be a serial killer? He teaches her <laughs> to be a serial killer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a much more interesting movie? That probably would have been, yes. But you know what? We're never, ever going to know until they decide to say, you know what? We're done with the the Bates Motel TV show, and we're going to go into the movies now. <laughs> yeah, the, the Bates Motel show is over. They did which, five seasons. Which I'm surprised by that, but all right. I, I I think a movie is coming again some at some point. I think they're going to do it. Yeah, I think that like, the entire series builds up to the moment where he 
with Marion Crane. And I think Marion Crane was the last season. What those guys, uh, Blumhouse is doing, mm-hmm. they might do it. No. You know what? We had our remake. We had our sequels. Oh, you and I know that, but he doesn't know that. Yeah. I, I, and I, I, and think, I think that's 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 proven with what they're trying to do with the exorcist. Yeah. I, I think it's I think it's done. I think it's done. I well I will say well, we've never I, had a remake of The Exorcist. <laughs> do but we never needed a, a remake of The Exorcist. We didn't need a remake of Psycho. No, but we didn't need yeah, we didn't need that one either. So when is somebody gonna go, you know what, I'm gonna do a shot for shot remake of the Exorcist? <laughs> That'd be dumb. Yes, it would be dumb. That'd be dumb. It would be. Uh, but yeah, we'll just we'll have to see what happens. So uh, any final thoughts on Psycho Three? Well, I I will say that uh, if you want to be a completist and watch all the Psycho movies, then you need to watch three and four. Uh, I would. I know this is one of the few times here lately that I've watched a movie that I watched when I was a kid. And I usually when I watched them as a kid, I didn't like them, but when I watched them as an adult, I was like, well, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. A lot of the, the interview of horror. Uh, but I remember not liking Psycho 3 when I was a kid. I really don't like it now. <laughs> so, uh, but like I said, uh, you know, Anthony Perkins, what he does in the movie, he does well. Uh, and that's why I don't think they should ever remake it or do sequels because you're never going to find somebody who does that role like he did. No, you're never going to find uh, that. No. So, um, so yeah, this was the first I had ever seen it, mm-hmm. and uh, it might be the last I ever see it. So never seen it again. Go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All right, and if you haven't seen it, you should go and watch it because uh, you will love it. Yeah. Yeah. In, in some way. In some way. All right. All right. Until next time. Bye bye. <laughs>